Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Department of Defense Inspector General issues a blistering report on religious exemptions. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Holly, this is what we've always been saying. Here's the acting U.S. Department of Defense Inspector General, and he sent a memo to the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, that highlights the deliberate violation of federal law within the Department of Defense or the DOD as evidenced by actual denials of religious exemption requests from service members who refused the COVID shot because of their sincere religious beliefs. Uh, in this memo issued June 2, 2022, he informed Secretary of Defense Austin of, quote, potential noncompliance with standards for reviewing and documenting the denial of religious accommodation request of service members identified through complaints submitted to my office. It goes on, the Department of Defense hotline received dozens of complaints regarding denial or denied religious accommodation request from service members. It goes on, we found a trend of generalized assessments rather than the individualized assessment that is required by federal law and DOD and military service policies. Yeah, Matt, so what he's saying is that they're doing these blanket denials, and we've acquired many of these actual letters that were sent to these service members. And you look at them, I mean, you line them up side by side, they're all either very, very similar or identical. It's very evident they're doing blanket denials, and they're not spending what they say 12 minutes per denial. That can't be possible. No, they're not doing that. And in fact, what we have presented in our federal court litigation, we've been in federal court multiple times for many, many hours on behalf of the men and women of the various service branches, and we've submitted a lot of these different denial letters, and they look like they're rubber stamped. Right. And sometimes the denial letter might have your name, but then it says what your duty is, and it's the wrong thing. So they just picked one from somebody previous, they just popped your name on it, and they forgot to take out your your title because it's not your title. We actually have presented that kind of information in our federal court hearing. And the federal judge, Mary Day, has actually stated in his order granting these injunctions that they're like cookie cutter. They're using magic words. They're the same template used from one person to the next. Mm -hmm. uh, this... Inspector General also says, quote, the denial memorandums we reviewed generally did not reflect an individualized analysis demonstrating that the senior military official considered the full range of facts and circumstances relevant to the particular religious accommodation request. For example, an Air Force general denied one airman's request with the brief statement, I disapprove your request for exemption from vaccination under the provision of AF 48110, paragraph 2-6B3, close quote. 
You know, and also in his memo, he said that religious liberty in the military services, paragraph 3.2D, requires that, quote, officials charged with making recommendations or taking final action on a service member's request for the accommodation of religious practices, and here's where they emphasize, will review each request individually, considering the full range of facts and circumstances relevant to the specific request. Yeah, and he goes on to say, this means that is, uh, the means that is least restrictive to the requester's religious practice and that does not impede a compelling governmental interest will be determined. And it's clear they're not doing that at all. And they're not doing it. They're violating the law. This inspector general also says, it's very strong, we issued a press release on it. You can go to lc.org to find out more, and you can sign up for our emails and our press releases and stay involved in a lot of this breaking news. And also see some of the actual letters that are linked on this press release and see, you know, see for yourself. You can see for yourself. So this Inspector General report continues. It says, additionally, the volume and rate at which decisions were made to deny request is concerning. The appeal authorities of the service we reviewed indicated an average of 50 denials per day were processed over a 90-day period, assuming a 10-hour workday with no breaks or attention to other matters, the average review period was about 12 minutes for each package. Such a review period seems insufficient to process each request in an individualized manner and still perform the duties required of their position. We bring this to your attention, the letter goes on, for any action you deem appropriate to ensure that published guidance, including DOD instruction 1300.17, religious liberty in the military services, are followed when acting on regards or request for religious exemptions from the coronavirus disease uh, 2019 vaccination requirements. You know, I think it's it's probably a little more like 12 <laughs> seconds for each package they spent, just enough to pump out this template and send it in the mail. It's not 12 minutes. Well, it's <laughs> not because he says that's assuming a 10-hour workday, no breaks, and no attention to anything else. So you're working 10 hours, and all you're doing for 10 hours every day, over a 90-day period, you're just continually doing the same thing, reviewing these religious exemption packets. And if you did that 10 hours a day, no breaks, we're talking about no bathroom breaks, no lunch breaks, Which is not feasible. no breaks, and then you do nothing else, that is 12 minutes. So now you work eight hours a day. You take some breaks. You take a lunch break. Perhaps you work on something else. It's just they're rubber stamping these mm-hmm. things. They're rubber stamping it. I mean, that's yeah. a phenomenal finding. They're just rubber stamping them. And that's the problem that we raised in our litigation, and uh, we will continue to raise this. And this is a great Inspector General memo that we will be presenting to the federal courts. I will be arguing one of our cases uh, at the end of this year at the Federal Court of Appeals. On uh, another one of our military cases will be we have a class-wide injunction uh, for the U.S. Marines, and we'll be going to trial in January 2023 on that Tampa, yeah. for the permanent injunction. We already have the preliminary injunction in Tampa. 
Uh, and this kind of development really continues to underscore and support everything that we've been saying and arguing in the case uh, right. from the beginning. And, you know, when we uh, we were getting ready for our hearing, the judge ordered the military to submit the religious exemptions that they were giving. And after all of that process, they found that I think only four were actually granted, and three of those were on their way out of the military anyway. And the fourth one would likely be that way too. These are people that already had yeah. applied for retirement, and their paperwork was processed, so they're already out. So as the door is closing behind them, they throw out their religious exemption. Yeah, but They yet, did it as a ruse. But more than 4,000 medical exemptions were granted. So what's the difference if you have a person who has a medical exemption who doesn't have the shot and a person who has a religious exemption who doesn't have the shot in the same working environment? What's the difference? The reason why you get the exemption, whether it's medical or religious, is irrelevant. The fact is you don't have the shot. Right. And if their concern is, well, if you don't have the shot, then you're potentially, quote, harming others. Well, the, quote, harm, if there is any, which, frankly, there's not, but if there is any, giving them the benefit of doubt, is the same for a medical exemption, which they granted, as it would be for a religious exemption, which they denied. But they're allowing HIV-positive service members to also work in that same working environment. Right, and they're not, uh, they're not saying that they're not deployable, and also uh, those that go through these hormone treatments and plastic surgery to chop off healthy body parts, they're not saying that those people are non-deployable, even though they are non-deployable for months and months and months after they go through these surgeries, but they're not kicking them out. Right. What they did with these is said, well, if you don't have a shot because of religious exemptions, you're non-deployable, so you have to leave. Well, they're not doing that for the people that they're trying to encourage to come into the military. Those people that can get lifetime hormone treatment and plastic surgery and follow-up treatment and very serious health, um, life-altering conditions that they will face with these surgeries, they're welcoming that. But some of the people that are the highest, uh, most qualified, irreplaceable individuals that love God and love America, they're and trying to force them out. many of those are our clients, yeah. Yeah, they're forcing them out. That's why we're fighting so hard. Pray for our cases. We're representing many, many members of the service branches, and we're winning, but we have more to go until these mandates are completely gone forever. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.